0: As for the former president, he briefly took the stand today, uh, the witness stand in the New York civil fraud trial. It came at the judge's orders after the defendant said, that, said this during a break in testimony by his former lawyer and fixer, Michael Cohen.
1: This judge is uh, a very partisan judge, with a person who's very partisan sitting alongside of him, perhaps even much more partisan than he is.
0: As you know, the former president is already under a gag order, barring him from attacking uh, the, uh, the judge and the judge's staff, in particular the judge's clerk. He's already been fined $5,000 for violating that order. So when the court returned, the judge called him to the stand, where Trump insisted he was not talking about the clerk, who sits to the judge's right. Instead, the former president claimed he was referring to Michael Cohen in the witness chair. To, uh, to, judge, to the judge's left. Now, the judge replying, quote, I find that the witness is not credible and fining him $10,000 in response. Joining is now a legal and uh, legal analyst and former criminal defense attorney Joey Jackson and CNN's Caitlin Collins, host of The Source, coming up at the top of the next hour. So, Joey, how unusual is it for a judge to haul a civil defendant up to the witness stand, listen to what he has to say, and then deem him not credible and fine him?
2: Yeah,
1: Anderson, it doesn't happen uh, that often, and obviously it does happen. It happened here, but it's certainly a significant step for a judge to do that. And so think about what happened here. Number one, the judge issued a determination that there was a violation of the gag order, but more importantly, the judge held Mr. Trump accountable for that violation and accountable to the tune of what he understands, and that is money. And so I think what the judge is doing by doing that and I'll get to the credibility determination momentarily is saying, look, what I say matters. If there's a gag order, you're going to follow it. And so I'm going to hold you accountable now, and I'm going to deter you in the future from even thinking about violating my order. As to the finding of no credibility uh, by Mr. Trump, that's huge too. Think about the case we're talking about. Credibility is everything in a case like this, where you're running a company and you're alleged to have engaged in persistent fraud. If a judge deems you not credible for something as simple as who you're referring to, think about what the judge might be believing with respect to testimony involving this company and and the fraud that they're accused of. And so a wholly significant development by all accounts with respect to the merits of the case. And with regards to him not abiding, Mr. Trump, that is, by the order that the judge imposed.
0: And Caitlin, any sense how this is going over in the Trump orbit?
2: Well, I mean, I can guarantee you that when they all woke up this morning, Trump's legal team and Trump himself, they did not think he would actually be called to the stand today. But this is a result of you know nearly every day when he has gone into the courtroom here In Manhattan, he has spoken to reporters railing against the attorney general here in New York, going off on the judge, of course, uh, what the judge believed going off on one of his law clerks again today after he had already uh, posted pictures of her. That was the reason he got that first fine. It was kind of seen as a technicality because he left the post up on his campaign website but deleted it from his truth social. And I think the 15 grand is not something that, you know, is obviously going to hurt someone like a Donald Trump, but it is the essence of it, that he is now facing punishment for the comments that he is making. And he got up there and tried to make his own argument, try to argue that he wasn't actually talking about this law clerk, even though the judge noted she sat a lot closer to him than Michael Cohen did, who was in the witness stand, and the judge quickly did not believe him. And I think this is the first time we've seen Donald Trump actually testifying in an open court in more than a decade, and he is expected to actually testify in this trial, not related to this matter, Anderson, and it doesn't seem to bode well for what that testimony is going to look like.
0: And Caitlin, the fact that he is attending this, continues to attend this trial, uh, I know there were some days he wasn't there, but it's, I mean, it's just a sign of how important he thinks this is.
2: It's personal. It is incredibly personal for him. That is why he is, I mean, he's flying up here from Florida to come to this. It's not like he's just hanging out in New Jersey at his nearby club. I mean, he is, he went back to Florida today after leaving that courtroom earlier and he has sat in on it multiple days he is not you know just sitting there quietly paying attention to the proceedings we've I've heard from our reporters in the room you know he's at times throwing his hands up in the air kind of rolling his eyes at the proceedings him and michael cohen being in the same courtroom in and of itself is something shocking i don't think they've been in the same room together in about 5 years and michael cohen was in there obviously and we've seen how their relationship has completely devolved into and deteriorated and it's just remarkable to see you know that this is something He really cares about the outcome of this, even though largely it's already kind of been decided.
0: And, Joey, what happens if he runs afoul of the gag order again?
1: Yeah, I think the judge is setting the tone, and it's as it relates to what he expects and anticipates. This is not a broad, hard to follow gag order. It's a gag order, and as much as the judge said, listen, staff is off limits. Do not address that. He did. And so what the judge did, I think, is in keeping with what judges like to do, and that is ensure decorum, ensure that orders are followed, ensure that people are not attacked or demeaned for simply doing their job. And it's really setting the stage for moving forward that if you do it again. Again, again, deterrence, then I'm going to have something to say about it. And so I think we could see fines that increase, right, and continue to increase. And remember, briefly, this is not the first time in connection with this case that he was fined. He was fined because of not complying with handing over information to the attorney general to the tune of over $100,000. And I just would add that in a case where a judge is making a judicial determination about whether you're responsible and certainly your licenses are at stake in the state of New York, and what you do and your business practices and what the findings are, I think he's the last person that you might want to get upset and who you might want to not follow their orders. And so we'll see whether Mr. Trump could comply with that moving forward.